which as Jeff was about to say, that's from Romans 12, 20 and 21. Andy just yawned. <laughs> Energy. Glad we're doing this on the video. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's the middle of the day. There's so much sunshine. If I drink one, I'll drink this one. Yikes. You can drink it. What is it? Island lager? It's light. It's gentle. Ooh, the passing of the beers to start the episode. There's that water. I got water. I'm going to grab it. You guys spent... No, 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 it's okay. Fantastic. I like water. Fantastic. Five, six days so far here in... The island of Hawaii. Hawaii episode number two. Yes. <clears throat> Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> we have consumed a lot, a lot of beers, a lot of rum, a lot of whiskey. Bottle of vodka. Big a bottle lot of vodka. Big, big bottle of vodka. Big vodka. <laughs> we've made, we've been completely non-discriminatory in the liquors that we've yeah. decided to take care of. I would have had more for ourselves if it weren't for the ladies. I know. Man. <laughs> but we're selfless. Are we? <laughs> I'm going dry. Lily Koi? get home. Going okay. dry. Lily Koi? I'm drinking Ola Brew. Ola Brew? Or Ola? Hey, man. Looks like Ola Brew. You want the milkshake? Is that the milkshake? Yeah. Milkshake? That shake thing is IPA. interesting. Lily Koi Lime? It's, it's, it's like a normal IPA. It's a normal IPA, really. For the... Six point eight percent citrus front. There you it's go. Knocking over you. There you go. Mm. Can I have a sip of your beer? Oh. And gas, great. Your dream lips. You want this now? All right. Let's put it here. We can decide if we want to share it or not. <laughs> we. <laughs> All right. Well, we debated for a while on what topic we wanted. To discuss. So the best discussions were all day long without microphones. Yes. Yeah. Those are pretty pretty good conversations. I walked into you guys talking about the Bible. I don't, I don't know what that's all about. Now, do I try this? Here we go. See what I'm going to read a Bible verse. Oh, gosh. Since that's the second most important thing, according to our podcast name, After Bros... Or is it reverse order? First beer. No, let's bio. do it. Let's kick it off. If your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him a drink. Do not over don't do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Which as Jeff was about to say, that's from Romans twelve, twenty and twenty one. Andy just yawned. <laughs> Energy. Glad we're doing this on the video. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's the middle of the day. There's so much sunshine. Now, just let that percolate in the back of your mind, and then I'm going to read a tweet. It's from, from Benjamin Netanyahu. I'm going to make you guess if you looked, you're out, Andy, but the, the tweet says, and we're recording, what's the date today? October 12th. October 12th. Um, this is from October 7th. There's only one response that Israel has. Turn Gaza into a parking lot. Level the whole thing. The, quote, Palestinian oppression. That's not me. This is the, the tweeters or the Xers. The Palestinian oppression is media propaganda. 
Destroy the terrorists and take back every inch that God gave you. Anybody want to guess the pastor? Oh, shoot, I just... Anybody want to guess the individual? The pastor pastor said that. I thought that would get you going. Mm. I have an idea. But I'll wait to others. Last name rhymes with sock. I chose a family-friendly last name rhyme. There's another word I could have said. Oh, no, that's not who I thought. Greg Locke. Where's that Locky? Greg Locke, I think. Who's um, he? Yeah, am I supposed to know him? I thought I was yeah. waiting for Kenneth Copeland. I think he was on... He was one of the original... He was on Trump's pastor board, which... I, whatever you think about anything, there's a lot of people that have very different views that were on Trump's uh, Christian pastor help people. Um, but he has a, a decent following. Um, trying to... Oh, well. He's got a big church. And anyways, the contrast is like, it's not like we're going to solve this, what's happening in on the Gaza Strip right now with Israel and all that stuff. There's so much. But the, the call to, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he's thirsty, give him a drink. I don't know. What do you guys think about that? The Is it idealistic? Are these commands from Paul and the ones from Jesus talking about loving your enemies doing good to those who persecute you uh, I don't know how does that look does it matter the summation the summation might be the easiest place to start overcome what evil how does he put it overcome evil with good do not be overcome Oh my gosh. You started this. I don't know technology. Know your stuff. Uh, do not be overcome by evil, but oh. overcome evil with good. Overcome evil with good. That's sort of the general starting point for me. And then looking at a situation and saying, how can I, what's, what's, how far can I go with this approach? How do I start with this approach? What are the, how does this approach work in this situation and to what degree? So I don't think that means you never have a, an aggressive response or even a violent response. But it's, I think what Jesus is, might be getting at there is make that the last option. Be forced into that. Make it the last response. Try to overcome evil with good. And so in that situation, I don't know if it's even possible, but... Yeah. But I would... I, I, Netanyahu, Netanyahu is not pretending to follow Jesus. The pastor is. And so I, I'm more disturbed by the pastoral response. And are there, are there other ways he could have said that? And why is he talking like that so blatantly opposite of what Christ encourages, at least as a starting point? He's big on, uh, not to get distracted by him too much, but it's it's less about him and it's more the fact that a pastor is saying that. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm pretty confident the more individual people have the mantra, including people in government leadership, of overcoming evil with good, the less these types of things happen. And obviously, what's happening now, I don't pretend to know how to solve it peacefully. But if you just 
if if you do a postmortem on the decades of us fighting the war on terror, I'm I'm not sure we're remo- we're creating less terrorists. You could probably make an argument that more enemies get created the more you. I mean, every individual person is a son, a daughter, a a father, a brother, and whatnot. And if when you do damage to people or you are at war with people, rare is the person that's like, oh, you're right, we were bad. We're, we're going to stop believing what we believe. It, it seems to just inflame situations or can have the opposite effect. Unless you glass the whole place, like Pastor Greg said. It's like, I guess, I suppose... There's a logic that you could actually eliminate all your enemies, but I don't think that's a real-world uh, solution. That assumes that your your enemies need reasons to hate you. Oh, need additional reasons? Like that, that there's anything that you could or couldn't do to stop how they feel about you. Right. Right. Yeah. But at <laughs> least the starting point is how do we... How do we make violence our last option how do we overcome evil with good and in all of our plans at least as Christians I would think we need to be asking that question how does that response live into this hopeful value well yeah the first question that came to mind for me was so who is your enemy who's your enemy Spiritually, Giants physically. fans, <laughs> mostly Giants fans. Giants fans are now the Arizona. And now, and, well, they've yeah, they've always been hated. No, uh, and many countries are constantly they're they're not they're not doing evil, but they're preparing for evil. In that we're amassing guns, we're amassing bombs, we're practicing, and that's going on and on. It's not happening yet. But it's there as hopefully the last resort where those things would actually be uh, executed in war. Uh, before then, I, I don't know, but I would hope it would be the last, the last resort. So who's your enemy? I'm going to keep coming back to this as someone answers it. Because that is the crux of it. If you're going to be doing these things to your enemy, or your enemy's doing these things to you, then who's your enemy? Somebody who has something of yours? <laughs> like this land? Like the Gaza Strip? What about you, though? Like, maybe... I don't think I'm very qualified to talk about international conflicts. Well, I don't have an enemy. Well, that hopefully no? goes without saying. I don't have any... Anybody, I would say, I don't want to be around that person because we're enemies. Mm, that's good. You have you have enemies. Maybe I don't know what is an enemy. What is, who someone is? someone who's against you, someone who doesn't want to see you succeed. The, I mean, opposing the, the, you, stopping the, you, resisting yeah. you. Yeah. If somebody's at your work, maybe, and you find out that somebody is sort of is undermining yeah. your position sure. or going for your position. And you find out about it, like there's a a retributive way to handle it. And I mean, there's not just, I was going to say two different things. There's almost always more than two solutions to, to things. I don't know. Like, how, how are you going to handle it? Someone who has wronged you? Yep. 
Mm-hmm. Ripped you off. So on my question is like, how do I feel like there's a lot of everything is so politically active and now Israel Palestine is the latest thing where like you have to take the appropriate stand on online or whatever. And if you if you're looking for nuance or looking for nuanced solutions, both sides can see you as being the enemy or I follow a bunch of, I follow a bunch of journalists that are that seem to try to like cut through all the propaganda and the BS and whatever they say, it's like, Oh, you're just shilling for Israel and you hate the Palestinians that are under Hamas. And the other side is like, you, you're just apologizing for Hamas and you hate Israel. And it's like, can it be a little more complex than that? I mean, I, I, I get where you're coming from. And, also, Andy is really asking and also saying, like, I don't know what's happening in that arena. I don't. We, yeah. None of us have an idea. It, my in-laws at one point were like, we hate Trump. And my wife asked the question recently to them, what has he done to you? Well, okay, we, we don't have an answer. Were things good when he was the president? Well, yeah, but he's such a bad person. In what way has he been a bad person to you? Like, going to the question, is he your enemy? Is this person going against what you, you know, something you have, you want, has he taken something from you? And and so, you know, in the past to that, I, I, I have had... I wouldn't call them enemies, but I'd be it'd be some someone who just it felt like they did not want to see me succeed, and so I stayed away from them. Mm. They were like, I just didn't want to. They if I did not want them in the same room with I didn't want to be in the same room with me because I was I was aware that they would lash out because mm. they just did not like my stance on things, yeah, marriage, Christianity. Uh, the way I did things, the way I'm an out of the box person, thinker, I'm going against kind of where everybody else is going, not just on purpose, but just I'm like, I don't think this is right. I realize you all think this, but can we take a moment? It seemed like one person said it. Now everybody's going that direction, but they didn't have an opinion except to follow you. And I don't know if you're the best person to be leading us, but I don't say any of that. Mm -hmm. But, in the past, I would say and I've had enemies, if the definition is someone who is not for you. And they're not neutral. Yeah. And creating a boundary is seems acceptable. You, you could find ways to do good for your quote-unquote enemies while not also having to be taken, continue to be taken advantage of them. Um... But I feel like we're we're just in this time where more and more individual Christians are caught up in Yeah, that's that's good on paper, it's nice, but we don't live in that world, so you still gotta get what's yours, or you still gotta you know, take the appropriate political stance to defeat your enemies. It's like I I just see Jesus as kinda operating he wasn't for or against Rome, who they were under at the time. Um it's like this third way, fourth way, fifth way, what way of somehow resisting without engaging or feeling the need to overtake the Roman government so that you could do it, have them do your will. 
you know, he's got a zealot following him that would have loved to overthrow the Roman government through violence. What does that mean in light of him overturning tables in the temple? Are the men were the money changers his enemy in that scenario? Maybe. But is that did he, was he did he do what's in that verse? Maybe it's alongside. I'm not sure it's against it or not. Well, but read who, it again. Who was it directed at? The money changers? But it's... I've heard it... Well, maybe I'll... I've heard it said, and I, I'm not sure you can find an example of the contrary, not you, but just in general, um, that Jesus was never angry at sinners. He was angry at people that thought didn't see themselves as sinners not in the question not in the sense that i don't actually sin but the 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 Mm self-righteous the religious authorities people that were in positions of religious authority that were taking advantage of people that's where it was directed against and so is it sinful to interrupt that is he is he doing violence against his enemies there i don't i don't know i guess on the surface maybe you could Seems kind of interpreted violent. that, but seems like it. <clears throat> I mean, if we encountered anyone else doing that in a farmer's market, we'd be like, "Whoa!" So now, are we looking for loopholes to do violence? No, I'm, I'm asking just the like, because I feel like that's all we're doing now is looking for ways to not act or follow the the most difficult. I just asked one question, Zach. No, I'm not directing <laughs> to you. I'm, I'm t- thinking, I feel like we're in this season of, I, I know, personally know a lot of Christians that are, it's always, yeah, but. You tell them, you talk to them about the way Jesus wanted Christians to behave towards outsiders or the poor, the oppressed, or the enemies, and it's almost always I get a yeah, but. Like, yeah, that's nice, but... And like rinse and repeat to a systemic <clears throat> level, and we have sure, violence I mean, yeah. and war and all that stuff. And then there's other examples of people who don't believe that too. Yeah, I mean, we can all those all those opinions exist in the world, but maybe in this room, what are the opinions that <coughs> exist? Because poor, I don't. I, I in my mind, it's a lot easier to to separate poor and oppressed. Like people probably don't have strong as strong convictions of treating the poor and oppressed well and doing good by them than they do enemies. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, We have an example of plenty of poor and oppressed in the Gaza Strip that aren't Hamas, that aren't, mm-hmm. that aren't violent <clears throat> extremists that a pastor with a large congregation is calling to glass. Right. That's, that's what blows me, my mind. I just don't get how a Christian pastor can make such um, an extreme Christian. statement. He's in a Christian context. Right. Yeah. No, I'm saying that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How can he make an extreme statement like that and then open his Bible and, I assume, that Sunday preach a biblical text? It does feel a little gross. At least without some struggle or some, some sense of... Um, being stuck in the middle, sort of like we can't just let people come in and cut the heads off of babies that they've murdered mm-hmm. and mutilate their bodies to make a point. 
but neither does Jesus give us the option of repaying evil for evil. So, in light of that, what do we do? He didn't say anything. The only response, I don't even, need, if, I don't even know if he um, expanded on the idea of, of response, but the only response is to just lay waste to them. Yeah. And I, can, I just can't see Jesus agreeing with that. Uh, and I don't. That's what perplexes me. How can a pastor, as a yeah. pastor, I'm wondering how a pastor can make a statement like that and still feel like he's being at all biblical, especially when Jesus doesn't avoid the fact that there are people who are against us, and he's in a context where there's a, an oppressive um, occupier, and there's people mm-hmm. making things difficult for his, his people in, in Christ's context. But even then, he teaches this idea of don't have an enemy. Don't consider anybody your enemy. Have no enemies. As far as it has to do with you, be at peace with all people. They may consider you an enemy. They may act like an enemy, but you're going to do everything you can to make sure you don't play the game. At the same time, he obviously turning over tables or choosing to be silent or calling people out doesn't just sit and yeah. he's not passive. So my challenge, my challenge personally is how in the world do you respond to what we're seeing in Israel or anywhere else, even here or even in my own life, and at least try to apply the principle of not repaying evil with evil, yeah. not considering anybody uh, my enemy, even if they might not reciprocate, and um, overcoming evil with good. At least try. There's no try in that. Just blow them up. Men, yeah. women, children, goats, chickens, everybody. Yeah. And maybe that's a good, maybe even a good place to start <laughs> if you're not in a spot of saying, I can take an active position of doing good to them. It is, at least I'm not going to repay the evil. At least I'm not going to respond in kind. My response could be distance, could be nothing. But I'm not going to engage because I think it's probably I can imagine myself being in the position of, of struggling there with someone who's actively trying to do wrong by me and going Oof. now looking for ways to help them and bless them that feels like a bridge too far right now maybe the first step for me is like well I'm not going to engage and I'm not going to escalate and I'm not going to make this worse but I can't sit and watch the next door neighbor's house be blown up either. Yeah, I'm trying to pick so, something that maybe I, I you can actually I can actually engage with. Yeah, I'm not yeah. actively carpet bombing any countries this week that we know of. That we know of, at least, yeah. And I'm not trying to make light of it. I've just um, I'll, I'll come but, back to your your illustration. Then I can't sit and watch somebody undermine me at work. That affects my family, my reputation, my livelihood. I'm just going to sit, not going to sit back and let that happen. But I'm not going to respond to it by starting a new gossip, uh, gossip string that makes them look bad yeah. and re- undermine the same them. thing they're doing. Yeah. You know, what am I going to do to stop that? Resist it, work against it, put it in a way that, that Christ could endorse. Sure. Yeah, which in my mind lands a little more neutral sometimes. And that, that's the point I'm trying to get, because I, I can read that verse and go, oh, man, you mean they need to, like, go find extra ways to bless that person? 
I can't stand to be around that person and they're right. trying to harm me. Right. They don't want things to go well. I don't think I can get there yet. So if I can't get there yet, at least I can get to this neutral position. I'm, I'm not yeah. engaging in the negative. I'm not engaging in, in the darkness that's happening there, but I'm, yeah, I, I just, what I'm hoping is for myself that I wouldn't be frozen in that, like, well, I can't, I can't go give them the shirt off my back. I'm just not emotionally there yet. So yeah, I'll blast them. Yeah, yeah. If you don't see, maybe it is like finding the baby step that big picture orients the situation more towards peace, love, acceptance. But it's not. I know what the I know what the exact thing is to do to just fix the situation. Like, rare do we have that opportunity, especially with giant conflicts. But even in this example. Maybe there's just the one baby step that you know is not in the direction. At the very least, maybe you're not sure it's going to be towards love and peace with your enemy, but you know it's not in the direction that's going to go create new enemies or new or try to undermine him or get get even. Like you're going in the a baby step in the right direction, and generally you're oriented towards looking for that even if you don't know exactly what that is at a base level you're oriented towards it yeah I wonder how often we get we get frozen because we think that if we can't if we can't achieve we're looking for the toggle switch if yeah if I can't achieve step 10 then I just can't achieve it right but it's like dude it's okay you can you can do you can start with step one Step point one, or yeah, step point oh one. I mean, how far do we want to? <laughs> but yeah, like oh one. I was going for oh one. Can't have oh one. Okay, then you're starting even smaller, Jeff. Of a percent. But like, I think of, I. I'm not going to try to hijack it too much, but go for I it. I think about this with tithing in churches and people giving, and I think oftentimes oh. it is. I oh. 10% seems scary. It's easier for me to just not give at all. Because I just can't do 10%, so nothing. And Especially if you're saying 10% pre-tax. <laughs> that's even extra. Right. So that's one like simple example, but uh, like it's okay. I mean, we can go through all the arguments of why it doesn't actually... You don't actually need to give 10%. That's not the point. The point is like, are you able to give joyfully and as a way to worship God? And can you take steps towards that? That's the, the concept is taking steps towards the things that God wants us to do and to be rather than like hope that you can wake up in the morning and have arrived. <laughs> How many brilliant works of art would we not have? if the, the artist, writer, musician, whatever it is, couldn't have just started. Because I'm thinking of, for me, my whole thing is procrastination. I see, like, the, the finished thing that I want or the idea, but I don't even start because I don't even know it. I'm like, I want to do it all right. If you're a writer, it's like, all the good writers, like, just they just start writing and writing and writing. It's garbage. It's going to get refined. 
so many drafts, but my mentality often is final draft instantly. Like you're just nailing it from the beginning. And I, when I sit down and I know I can't do that, therefore I never start. And I, I guarantee you there's so much art out there from people that just never start because they're paralyzed by the big picture. And are you using that to illustrate even just starting to work toward yeah. Was, yeah, what kind peaceful of what response saying. or not, not feeling this vindictive power overcoming you yeah. when somebody wrongs you or... You don't know what the final. You know at least take the first step. Yeah, you don't know how to do how to get to the final destination, even if you know what the final destination is. Let's just say peace or shalom in this situation, or whatever situation it is, and the tithing. It's like, yeah, what if you just start up five bucks a month on the reg? Even if you make way more than that, and you should be giving more, you get in the habit of like doing that, and then you don't miss it, and then you can. But you're right, Andy. It's. It's the same. Yoda was wrong. There is a try. It's not only do. Yeah, that Yoda was full of shit, man. <laughs> Him and John Denver. Boy, that's, that's almost as her- heretical as there's only one response to this. You <laughs> blow them all up. Yoda. <laughs> Nobody messes with Yoda. Come on. You're right. And if I was in his presence, or. Well, maybe you could because you're the man. Did you see what I did there? You're the man. We are in the presence of a Jedi dad joke master. (laughs) (laughs) That's you. Yeah, I I suppose there is a no try, just do. But I guess you could flip it. I was saying that that doesn't work, though. Right. Because it just implies the light switch. Don't work towards it, just be it. Right. Oh, I can't be it. I'll just not be anything. Yeah. Well, Yoda was, you know... He was old and green. Not perfect. But Star Wars... That still makes Star Wars better than Star Trek. I'm with you there. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Okay, so I still can't get past how a full church, a church full of people presenting as followers of the teachings of Jesus could tolerate such a poisonous, awful, unbiblical, screw you Jesus, spit in your face, throw a dart at your poster on the wall statement like the one that pastor made. How does a whole... How did Christianity get to that point? Where They would pro, they probably applauded it. They, who's getting some amens? And now, now, this this was a tweet. <clears throat> I, I have heard some sound bites. He's definitely a, like kind of a fire breather like preacher he get very animated uh casting out demons type of guy um i so i'm not gonna say he says this type of stuff directly from stage although i have heard clips that are similar but i'm I'm with you it's like we are we are also victims of tribalism and you get more attention the more outrageous you are you get more good attention and bad attention and it it grows your brand if you are black and white no nuance and that works in the secular world but when it goes wrong in the spiritual world or people professing to follow Christ it goes wrong in a hurry and it's super gross and and again I should give the benefit of the doubt 
that's a part of a larger quote, I would assume. And maybe there was more it's to it. It's just a tweet. And, that's the problem. Yeah. It's and, just, and he dialed it back a little bit. Or maybe even has said, said that and then said, it's not in the tweet. That's what some people think the only response is. But here's a better response. I hope so. But if, Probably charitable, if he didn't. Charitable reading. <laughs> if he didn't, I don't get how so many Christians... Can endorse well, that kind of thinking. I would imagine that, to, to your point, it's trying to. <clears throat> we live in a culture of hot takes. Yeah. And so, if this is, I, it, I will try to boil this, I will try to boil a really complicated thing down to good versus evil. And so I want evil to fail and good to triumph. And so I will do away with detail and nuance and just say evil is happening there. And that, that will be my simple my simple interpretation of I'm him in this. Yeah, yeah. It's not me. I wouldn't believe that. Uh, yeah, I will, I will boil it down to a simple interpretation and then just say, well, evil's bad, destroy evil. God wants evil destroyed. Yeah, and maybe there there is a large chunk of people that think it's like Israel and Palestine and Hamas is kind of like the same as Palestine and so the people there are Hamas and Hamas is like is the terrorist group that has flare-ups with Israel for, you know, years and years and years. And so he's just equating it like get rid of Hamas. And so I guess that would be sort of a charitable charitable interpretation of yeah, if we could just eliminate those people, then there could be peace. But the problem is there's... I don't think it matters more if there are Palestinian Christians there, but that may be one way to convince some Christians that want to just nuke that area is, like, there's a lot of Palestinian Christians that live there. Bethlehem would have been a part of Palestine, if you want to think about it like that. Jesus would have been born in Palestine. And um, it's, it's not... It's not just, like good guys it's more tolerable if it is just good guys versus bad guys obviously they're bad they need to go that's like bad movie writing bad tv show writing but if that was the case then you can understand that mentality a little more but man there's a lot of a lot of heartbreak and hurt wrapped up and yeah but yeah, at the very least, like I expect empires to act like empires. Yes. Like I, I wish that wasn't the case. I guess I suppose you could be an empire that is not as bad as, say, you know, Hitler when he was at his peak, or not all empires are created equal, but still, large swaths of the Bible is undermining empire top down, do it that way, because it's always Pax Romana or Pax Americana, peace through the state enforcing that peace through, through violence. Well, and that's probably the why we're reacting this way is that it's, you would hope that a Christian pastor would respond with, I want, I want the approach to the end of this to be through peace. I don't want it to be through violence. Yeah. But he's not calling for an end of this through peace. He's calling through violence. Yeah. And that's the part that I think we all react to. Like, that feels backwards. I also react so powerfully because I know that in me, 
my first response is punch the dude in the nose if you offended my wife. It's right. satisfying. It's, it's I like, want to do it. It's understandable. I it. I, that's what a man would do, you know. You don't put up with this kind of nonsense. So I know that there's that chip in me, yeah. and I'm offended by it when it's in me, and shocked by it and offended by it when I hear it like this too. I said, man, we're already dealing with that. Why are you watering that flower, that mm. weed? Yeah. You know? Yeah, and, and the, the example that has been brought up on this podcast before, I know Scott has, and, you know, it's, a, it's sort of a useful argument when people are talking about this type of thing. Is like, well, what if somebody came into your house? Would you use violence against them? It's like, well, yeah, but that doesn't, if necessary, if it was down to, like, my family or this stranger that is not, not where they should be, but... Is it, if it's at all possible to resolve it without there being bloodshed, shouldn't that be the orientation at the very least? Even if that's not possible, that should at least be the baseline you're moving yeah, toward. Or that exactly. Not, I'll make it about me. That's the baseline I want to have. But yeah, I'm going to make a decision based on the, on my family first because that's. But you're not standing up and saying, the only possible response when somebody breaks into my house is to blow them away. Right. You're kind of thinking, that might be the way it ends up. Right. But that's not the only sure. obvious, you're an idiot if you don't do it this way. Yeah. Which is not very satisfying sometimes. I mean, man, like you said, <clears throat> it, there is there is like a, a primal appeal to like, just victory in general. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Well, we have pride and ego, and we have a sense of right and wrong, and no one likes being slighted. No one, no one enjoys any of that, and so it's not weird that we have those reactions to those things. It's just normal. I'm not condoning it, but I'm recognizing that it exists. Yeah. Like. It would be weird if you found joy in someone insulting your wife. Right? That, I think that'd be weird, yeah. Yeah. And so... You probably should see marriage counseling or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the, the reverse that we do experience, which is anger, like that is, that's just a normal human reaction. It's what we choose to do with that. Now that I've had this reaction, okay. Uh, do I choose to punch this person in the nose? Shoot them? Well, maybe I don't shoot them if they've just insulted my wife. Maybe it takes a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. They I broke into my house. They insulted my hurry. wife. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like... I, I take back. I take back my statement about her choice of shoes this morning. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Oh, do tell. Is that a thing? Did I miss something? I don't know. I what? Or it was making a joke. I'm just, I didn't really make a statement about her shoes. Does, is he allowed to None of jokes? us have been wearing shoes the whole week. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, we haven't, okay. we haven't had to wear shoes at all. Excuse my friend, Jeff? he's a little slow. What do you think about all this stuff? I don't. 
Oh, Jeff's got thoughts. I'm not thinking about that. I mean, I'm not thinking about this. Going back to the enemy thing, is a, <clears throat> there's a better applicable conversation. I mean, yes, I agree. What is he doing? Mention, you know, talk. But we don't have that person now to 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 have it back and have yeah. this discourse True. and so they can answer for you know our questions which would be a lot more better but we're looking for clicks too better. Jeff yeah, so right. we have to mention him so. what are you thinking about I'm thinking about mm-hmm. hot coffee thinking about well, that's not a good pod. What else are you thinking about? Yeah. Let's keep going down Well, the technically, we're coming towards the end. We wanted to keep it tight. 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 So we can we can get you some hot coffee. Soon. No, I meant hot coffee while the message is... Oh. Oh. Maybe on the next. Oh, yeah, teaser. That was a much better conversation. Okay. Oh, a conversation about how, how casual, casual is okay and... Drink coffee during worship. Right. You thought Israel Palestine was difficult to solve. Oh boy. Wait till you find out about Starbucks and the sanctuary. Should oh you be boy. drinking coffee in church? Or those <laughs> mints? I'm guilty of that. Like in the back of the sanctuary, <laughs> trying to get the mint out as quietly as possible. Dude, that's why I always do. I do. I get it out of the wrapper. You have to I open do them do. first. I take it out of there. I stuff them in my pocket. You pre-blend it. Oh yeah. yeah. Because it's when you're pulling the lint off the mint. From, that's from silent. Pocket. That's silent. It's like built-in noise abatement. <laughs> Soft lens. It's easier just to put it in your mouth and the lint will collect and you can just spit it out on the back of the next chair. Yeah. Extra fiber. Hey, guys. Mints without plastic. Mints without plastic. Who wants some? We're at the, almost at the end where we got to talk to people. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know. Yeah, what do you know? I didn't, I didn't pretend like we were going to solve this, but uh, I think... The good news is people can have thoughts about it, and they can share that with us. This has been forever. That and, fight's been forever. And I can change. You know, whatever I said, I reserve the right to change. It's an opinion. I'm challenged by it. Yeah. I mean, I'm challenged because sometimes I, I think there's a very clear teaching of Jesus. And I can find ways to not do it this directly. But I look at myself and I think, you know what I'm saying? He's saying something very clearly, and I'm saying, no, not going to do it. What's that say about me? Where do I go from there? Yeah. Talk about being too casual. And that's what this is, I think. When he says, love your enemy, pray for those who persecute you, don't repay evil with evil, Be overcome evil with good. I want to be able to do that, but there are times when I'm pushed against the wall and I'm just saying, no, you know what? We'll deal with that later. Right now, close your eyes, turn your head, because I'm saying no. Hmm. I wonder how that feels to God. Yeah. And that's the good news is, or it's not good news, it's just reality. You, there's not a person, it's, it's impossible, but that doesn't mean because you don't have the on-off switch, you can't orient yourself and like, be aiming in that direction Um, at least trying I can do this much now yeah do you guys think um, Jesus we we get these stories and it's written down and we just assume like oh that that played out exactly how Jesus wanted or maybe he woke up the next day after turning the tables he's like I might have been able to do that better and that's not to say that it was (laughs) sinful but when the Bible talks about Jesus growing in wisdom, and it does, 
how do you grow in wisdom? You learn from mistakes. And I don't think mistakes are sins. No. Sins are mistakes, but not all mistakes are sins. And so that's kind of what I'm getting at. I know that's another can of worms, but I like chewing on that. Like maybe, you know, maybe it got the point across and there's tons of ways you can interpret that passage. I understand. I, I don't pretend to have like the answer on how you exactly interpret it and what the applicable lesson is for us. I think there are many. Jesus uh, looks over at the end of it. All the apostles are sitting there on the side, like sucking air through their teeth. Dude. I mean, I get it, but well, I'm not, man. a bit much, man. You could have just said, like, hey, this isn't a good idea. It's <laughs> funny. You're not wrong, but maybe next time you just, like, ask them. <laughs> All right, well, hey, that was the last second. I, I saw that. I saw that tweet. I screen grabbed it, and I dropped that bomb on your guys' plates. That's uh, good. Sorry, I shouldn't use the bomb reference. That was not intended. No, but we're throwing a bomb back. Yeah. Well, but no, th- we're not. thanks for rolling with it. And you know, I know our episodes are usually a little longer. We get to flesh that out, which I enjoy. But there's something refreshing about like, hey, we have sort of a hard out, and then that's yeah, yeah, it's kind of fun. It's different, and hopefully, we'll do another one while we're still still up here, and it might involve. Hot coffee. Hot coffee. Hot coffee. Hot coffee. Hot coffee. Thank you for tuning in, listener. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us on all the socials at Rose Bibles Beer, please share this episode with at least one friend this week. If you found anything interesting or delightful or challenging, or if you just think that you liked hearing some of these uh, uh, ridiculous dad jokes from art and uh, if you want to leave us a voicemail <laughs> anchor.fm slash bbbpod there's some button on there for Zach, Jeff, Art I'm Andy from Hawaii oh. Oh. <laughs>